how can you meditate on God's Word? What does that even mean? Well, in this episode, I'm going to give some quick tips on how you can meditate on God's Word day and night and how you can get the most out of what God wants to give to you through His Word. It's very simple, so let's get into it right now. This is Cutting Edge Faith, Faith. the show that brings you the truth behind the headlines and equips you to live out your faith in the cultural chaos of today. God is on the move right now through people just like you. You were created for influence and impact. Let's take your faith to the next level. Learn more at RyanSHoward.com. And now, here's your host, Dr. Ryan S. Howard. Meditating on God's Word is so powerful. Pondering His Word and just swimming in it. That's really what we want to be doing. And on this episode, I want to get into just a very simple way that we can do that, but it's huge impact. Now, let's lay some foundation here biblically before we get into that. Now, I want to talk, I want to just give a couple of verses here. In 2 Timothy 2.7, it says, Paul says to Timothy, think over what I say, for the Lord will give you understanding in everything. Now, that's an invitation to ponder something, to actually just mull over and think about what he is saying, not just take it and move on, but to actually sit there and ponder it. And for us to do that, well, we're going to have to have some time carved out. It's not just, we can't just check off the list of Bible reading and then go about our day. Now, if that's all we got time for, well, it's time to slow down, time to take another look at the schedule and see what needs to be adjusted. And what I have found is when I take time, when I actually take time to read the word and be with the Lord and not just check the box off. Well, everything else seems to go smoother. It's quite a, a different day for me. It's like I have a new capacity, you know, it, there's it's a supernatural thing. And that's exciting because all the stories in the Bible, there's a God factor there. There is the God involved in everything. It's never just people by themselves. It's God. God is a critical factor in that. Now, if God's not a critical factor in our daily lives and going about what we're doing, well, hey, that's a red flag. It lets, that's a red flag. Now, this exercise I'm going to talk about will help get God engaged, well, see your engagement in your life around you. Now, there's another key verse I want to give, and that's Romans 15, verse 4. In this verse, Paul says, for whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction that through endurance and through the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. Now, written in former days, what's he referring to? Well, he's obviously referring to the scriptures, the Old Testament. Now, this, the Bible is really a library of 66 books. We have the Old Testament and we have the New Testament. And we'll do another episode breaking that down. But the Old Testament is not there just to collect dust. It's a significant portion of the Bible. And Paul says it was written for our instruction. Now, if we're to think about what Paul is saying, and then God will give us understanding, well, let's just use that on this verse, Romans 15, 4. What was written in former days was written for our instruction. Okay, that means that nothing in the Old Testament is arbitrary. That means it was written for our instruction. That means it matters to us today. And it is incredible the principles that we see in the Old Testament that are relevant to today. And we need to have eyes to see and ears to hear. And we need to do this with the Lord. And that's where it comes through 
this meditating over the word or pondering it or thinking about it. And I don't mean some weird new age meditation, empty your mind type thing. What I mean is, and we do need to be able to quiet our mind to where we can hear what the Lord is saying. But I'm not, again, I'm not talking about the new age stuff. I'm talking about actually pondering. Like Paul says, think over what I say and God will give you understanding in everything. Now, I remember when I first met my wife, when we were dating, uh, this was back in 2012, she would mention an Old Testament story uh, re- relevant to today. And I just thought, that is amazing. I, God, I want to be, I want that. Let Help me do that. And well, within a month or so, all of a sudden I started to see it. I started to just see the connection between what was I was reading in the Old Testament and what was going on to today and my individ- my life, situations in my life right now. And I'm going to give you a way to do that that's very critical that is going to help you be able to see that. Now, there's an assumption here that you're in the Old Testament, that you're actually reading the Bible, that you're actually going through it in some sort of systematic way. Now, I think it's great to go through the whole thing at some point, whether you do a two-year plan or one-year plan or 90-day plan, whatever. But the key is to be in the Bible consistently and not doing it in a way that's checking a box, but to be doing it in a way that is partnering with God together. So let's give an example. First Samuel 17, this is the story of David and Goliath. It's a very familiar story. So what would I do if I'm going to think about this as an instruction for me? This is something that was written in the former days for my instruction. Now, what I would do is actually put yourself in the story. Imagine, okay, David's brothers are in this battle getting ready to go against this Philistine army. And everybody is just scared that nobody wants to go fight. Nobody wants to do any of that. And then David shows up from tending the sheep and he's sitting there and all, just imagine this. I mean, actually put yourself there and picture Goliath on the other side of the valley, just mocking everybody, making fun of them, this giant nine feet tall. And you got this entire Israeli army sitting there scared, not wanting to do anything. And all the Palestinians over there laughing. And here David comes in and he says, what's this, this uncircumcised Philistine? What is he talking against the living God? This can't happen. This isn't going to fly. And he steps up and he says, I'm going to take him out. And this man who has spoken against God will fall. And well, imagine just being there. And seeing this, like, where does this guy's, where does this dude's confidence come from? I mean, this is incredible. I mean, what? What does David say? He says, the God who was with me when I took out the bear and took out the lion from from getting after the sheep, he will be with me against this Philistine. Now, imagine the emotions there. Like, every, I mean, just put yourself there. And just look around and then imagine David picking up these stones and then going out. I mean, just like, what is happening? I mean, so often we, we hear these, these, these stories, this history, and we probably just think of a cartoon version of it or some cinematic version that's very quick and, you know, may or may not capture the emotions of it, but this actually happened and it was a major turning point. And so just put yourself there. And now you imagine, you see David getting up, getting these stones and he slings one and it hits Goliath right between the eyes. 
and he falls down. And then you see David running out, picking up Goliath's own sword, and then taking off his his head with his own sword. <laughs> and could you imagine the excitement of the army of Israel and the fear in the ar- the Palestinian army? I mean, it's just incredible to think about. Now, this is what I mean. Like, put yourself there. And if you imagine, I mean, what is, you know, Goliath can be anything. If we have a Goliath in our life, God has allowed this. We have a David in us as well. And so what is it for you? And just think about like what situations seem insurmountable? What's what what in your life right now are you reminded of when you hear this story of David and Goliath? I mean, this is an archetype that's just incredible. You can apply to so many things. And so David, though, had faith, confidence in God, trusting God, relying on God because of God had shown up in his life in other places, in smaller matters. Now, I'm not saying, a, you know, fighting a bear and a lion is a small matter. No, of course not. That's a big deal. But, you know, compared to being the representative of this entire army, and if he loses, he would they would have all been slaves of the Palestinians. So, big deal. So, think, I mean, this is what I mean. When you go go and meditate on this, just picture this, imagine this, and just think, okay, now look at your own life and think, well, what kind of situations are going on there? Now, that's just one example. Other examples of, you know, if you read the book of Esther, go through that book, and if something catches your attention, if it pricks you in your spirit, just pause and just start to ponder it. Just think about it. And you got to carve out time to do this so you're not feeling like you're in a rush. And imagine, okay, Esther had to go and had to make a decision to risk her life. Imagine what that would have felt like. To, to have to make that decision to count the cost or to choose to stand up for your people or, you know, there's other smaller matters. I mean, but anything in the Bible, just imagine, put yourself in that place and think, what would that be like? And then you see those emotions and the situations. There's many things very similar going on today in our lives. And so this is where we can use what was written in the former days for our instruction. And we can really see how it applies. And you're, you will have new eyes. And just ask the Lord, pray as you come that you can, you can understand these things, that God would give you understanding. Like Paul says in 2 Timothy 2, 7, that you, as you think over these things, that the Lord would give you understanding in everything. Everything as it relates to these matters, what you're reading in the scripture, applying it to your own life, applying it to others in your life. Now, I'm not talking about interpretation. That's different. There is a, a, a pro, an appropriate interpretation when it comes to the Bible. I'm not talking about coming up with a new interpretation at all. We need to be very careful about that. But for the most part, everything's pretty straightforward. And that's where we need to be students of the word. We need to be like the Bereans, where in Acts 17, 11, it says the Bereans were, they under, they, they received what Paul, what the apostles said with all eagerness and willingness, but they searched the scriptures daily to find out whether what they said was so. Does this really line up with God's word? Because at the end of time, or when we meet the Lord, we're going to be held accountable to our, uh, our effort and our understanding of the word, not our pastor's understanding of the word, not whatever Bible teacher we're following. It's ourselves. Jesus 
says, many I will say to you, depart from me. I never knew you. Although they will be saying, didn't we heal people in your name? Didn't we go to church every week? Didn't we like go through the Bible study every week and do our Bible reading plan every year? And didn't we do all that? Jesus says, yeah, but I never knew you. (laughs) So let's not miss that boat. We need to know Christ. That's number one. None of this will happen. The Bible is a a spiritual book. It's a supernaturally understood book because it's and it's alive, sharper than any two-edged sword. And so let's take the time that it deserves and spend time meditating on it, thinking about it. And if anything catches your attention, that's a signal. This is something that I should ponder. This is something that I should think about. And the next time you read it, God may show you something else in your life. He may highlight a particular part of it that he you that wasn't highlighted last time. And he will continue to develop you and your character and your understanding of his word and connecting the big ideas and the small ideas and how everything points to Jesus. Everything in the book. The Bible's a picture book. And we just need to understand that it's a lifetime of study and it's inexhaustible. It is eternal and it is just an incredible resource that we have that is unfortunately very underutilized. And this is the living word that we have. So I invite you to take some time, meditate on God's word, ponder it, think over it, and let him download some understanding for you in everything. If this blesses you, would you let me know? Go over to ryansshoward.com, go to the contact page, and send me a note. I want to know how you are being impacted by these podcasts, and I want to know what questions you have. I want to know what topics you want talked about. Be sure to let me know, ryansshoward.com, on the contact page there, and you can also check out previous episodes as well. All right, well, thank you for listening. God bless you, and we'll see you in the next episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe and you can help spread the word by leaving a five-star review and sharing it with your friends. Visit RyanSHoward.com to learn more about living the intentional, influential, and impactful life you were created for.